It's the long-awaited, much-delayed. Much-delayed. Much, 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 wow. much like delayed. Li- literally, we're in the second quarter of the year. <laughs> but that's, what the, that's how it always happens. <laughs> well, also because the Oscars keeps getting delayed, diva. Right? So, parang other... And, and unlike last year where there was still such a push to really have more films available online because theaters weren't open yet. It was harder this year to get or to view some of the international offerings before, especially the ones who were not likely to reach our shores. Yes. So we are, of course, out of context, talking about our <laughs> annual best favorite films of the year. Not this best, is not favorite, talaga. Our favorite. Films. Yes. I, this is Enslate, an anime podcast, and we are your hosts, Quark, Mel, and myself. Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, nice to meet you, myself. <laughs> yeah. What up? Uh, um, so, I know, no? Yeah. Th- th- this is the last of our best films. 2021. This is our last episode. This, I mean, oh, of, my. Of the, our, our best of 2021 series. Which it usually is always this episode. That's the last. And it usually always happens after the Oscars. So <laughs> You were just saying, Mel. <laughs> well... I wanted to summarize my 2021 year in movies, and I'm just so... I, I love my quiet films, but I'm tired of the quiet films. Like, I think I'm pandemic out with, with the movie slate these past two years. I'm is done. This why, is this why you were running to the theater for Morbius? Yeah! I love Jared. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Morbius showing there, you know? Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, Quark, you know, he was really the best part of House of Gucci. Gucci. Yeah, I mean, I, because the, the it's so bad, it's good, right? The House of Gucci, tamaba. I have not seen House of Gucci. It's not, Ako, that not even that way. Yeah, Ako, I was just—he looked like he was the one enjoying himself the most. Yeah, I'm a Gucci. Yeah, it is also my last name. I'm a designer. <laughs> Look at my genius. It's so unappreciated. Did you see that Adam like, you know, Driver the Mario clip? Brothers. What? Did what? You see that Adam Driver press clip where ano, yung parang when Adam Driver realizes that he's not. Ako nagsend yan sa inyo. Parang they were on a red carpet. Tapos he was like, he had his hand on what he thought was Gaga's waist, but it was Jared's waist. <laughs> and then he realized it. <laughs> a damn good looking 50 year old. If That's I true. May say so. I love, this re- I love this recent tweet na parang, what do you think was the th- reasoning behind casting a 50-year-old for Morbius? Like, did they want him to be like 60 with the end- at the end of the trilogy? Because <laughs> RDJ retired from MCU at 53, right? It's like joining pa lang si Morbius at 50. <laughs> 53 lang ba si RDJ? When he, when he, ano, when, he, when they ended, ano. I mean, Jared looks like he's 30. I know, right? The jeans. He's sing on the virgin groupies of his band, diba? I guess. Jordan but I guess it Calamano. doesn't matter so much. Yeah, because like look at the newbies then in the Marvel is like Oscar Isaac, um, Mahershal Ali, not exactly spring chickens, diba? Anyway, this is a anyway. great start to our <laughs> yeah, favorite movies not, of the year. Can we stop talking about my most hated actor <laughs> and get to ano? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like this year in movies. I, I thought this year in movies was better than last year. Yeah, for sure. Better than last year. But I'm just, I, I'm wishing for a 2017, 2019, that kind of like fever pitch of kind of slate. It's April palang apat na yung ano eh, nasa list ko. <laughs> Which usually Including doesn't the happen. Batman. 
Including the Batman, uh, and you know, after Yang, which you've seen, Ramon. Let's run down our mechanics again for those who aren't familiar. So Quark, Ramon, and I will go through our top 10 lists. If one, if what we pick is in someone's list at a higher rank, then we defer discussion okay, to, our, to that person. I have, I have seen Mel's list. But no, I don't remember it lang, the ranking. Where have you seen my list? You said it was on your letterboxed. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is on my letterboxed. <laughs> that was just last episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I haven't spoken... Well, Quark mentioned his Quark's top two it, last year. Or last episode. Mine is in my letterbox, But of course, I'm not. Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't mention it so that we could have a f- grand old time. <laughs> I so I don't, I don't have a letterbox, So uh. I might be the one where... I mean, I'm sure you guys can guess some of the ones in mine, but the actual ranking might be a surprise. Mm. What, what, were, what Did you guys have any criteria? Like, I know, Mel, you talked last episode about putting Get Back, no? but I, had, I don't have any documentaries on my list eh, because it's difficult for me to parang, weigh them against the fictional because they have such different Mm-mm. sort of goals and aims. That's your usual modus anyway, that you, yeah. you differentiate fiction from nonfiction. True, true. My, my, big, my big criteria was, did I enjoy it? Was I haunted by the film, regardless of what the critics said? And how many times did I rewatch or am I willing to rewatch this movie as per usual? How about you, Quark? Yeah, no, I think um, d- definitely, you know, personal and personal impact. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, personal um, impact. Yeah, and, 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 and you oh, okay. <laughs> No, but I think also um, that's that's why I like this year better than last because I think, parang the films were more annoying. Like every the last year it was like yeah, first cow or everyone kind of had like this. Okay, you Lord. had your set. Uh, ako lang pala yung first cow sa list last year, but but no, you had Ramon. Ramon had put ah, it in okay. his like honorables. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. so parang may, there were like fifteen films that were just showing up, the in everyone's list. But I think here it it was more personal for everybody. I think I'm pretty sure in our top three, there's this one film, uh, Ramon that that never really appeared in in critics' list. Yeah, and then I know, and then the only rule I'm breaking is. My number 10 is actually my number 11, but I really want to talk about my number 10. So, uh. Oh, I think I'm the, I, I think I'm the same, Cork. I moved it in, on Letterbox today. And you both like, bully me about, about cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and that only happened I promised, once. I promised someone in our group, Miguel Nascensano, that I would represent the flag for this movie. Because I loved it so much. And he loved it as well. Is it Quapla? Anyway, pero... I get, I wanted to say lang na I think also I think similar also to last year I, I I'm a little more sentimental in my selection maybe that's dotage pero it's there there are a couple of films that we can discuss later na our genre delights superb craft but because hindi super resonant or deep mm, mm-hmm, yung connection mm-hmm. ko to emotionally to the story does not make the list ganon and some of them are my favorite filmmakers. So, but there are films that really hit hard. A lot of them are quiet, smaller films, but arrive at the right time. Or just when I saw it, man, I was thinking about this film for like days after. So, and I think three or four I've never even brought up in this show. So we'll see how how much. Uh, I hopefully, no man, with these lists is 
not just like patting ourselves on the back for our own personal tastes, though, but hopefully it's also uh, helping other people or ourselves discover what's on our list that we that might have slipped our radar or deserves a second look. So, Actually, before we start, how hmm. how similar is your list to a, like a normal critic's list? Because I found this year to be wildly different for me. me Usually, because you'll have like a, yeah, like five or six along with the critics. I have one. <laughs> I have four <laughs> that uh, I have four that didn't appear. I think on any list, and then one was like always under a caveat of like you know its own sort of sub niche genre. Oh, nice. Like a quirk. <laughs> Three, four, probably in, in a lot of the lists, but um, there, there are actually critic faves that I didn't, I know, uh, didn't really connect with or found a yeah. little overrated. Yep. Like First Cow? <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke. And that was again, films that are critically acclaimed, but I was just snoozing. Ay, nako, nandiyan natin sa list ko yung isa dyan. Let's go! <laughs> okay, go Mel. Oh, ladies okay, first. Okay, my number 10, as discussed earlier, was actually 11 on my letterbox list, but I, I switched it at the last minute because I need to I need to raise the flag, I need to wave the flag on this podcast, and that is A Quiet Place 2. Woohoo! Um, woo! Yeah. Is this it's not the my- same as yours, Cork, is it? It's uh, it's like fifteen, I think, on my list. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, it's in my top twenty. Okay, yeah. it's a great then, film. It's yeah. a great film, and I, I was not a quiet place watcher until listening to this podcast or or hosting <laughs> listening this podcast, to us? <laughs> listening to you guys just really <laughs> wax poetic about quiet place too. And then the dead air guys also always say that the the series is awesome. I watch it in Holy Week. I watch both back-to-back, and it is fantastic. The film is set, well, the sequel is set, I think, a minute after part one ended. Mm-hmm. And it, it just heightened the family drama for me, even without the dad in it. And it's great Spielbergian horror, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's just amazing. I mean, I loved it. Loved it, loved it. Yeah. It was just nice, so nice to see Krasinski... Actually improve ba? Nakakainis. Nakakainis, no? Parang kala mo. Now I get it, Quark. When you said nakakainis na siya. (laughs) Gwapo ba? Gwapo na. Maganda pa yung asawa. And has a vision. And and they are very, ano, like sentimental and, uh, ano, outlook on life. Parang, parang good man siya. (laughs) It's It's sad na he, it's sad na he let it go, no? Yeah. He's not directing three, right? Yeah, he's not. Who's oh, but no. it's still the same cast? Well, yeah. Uh still Emily Blunt. <sighs> but yeah, if you guys are fans of a quiet place and a quiet place to he guested on Conan O'Brien's podcast and it was hilarious. Because apparently John Krasinski got his start in the industry by interning for Conan back mm-hmm. in the day. Oh, and then Conan God. he was one of Conan's favorite interns and they were just you know, shooting the shit about when Krasinski was Conan, like fetching coffee for Conan, <laughs> blah blah blah. It's it's really good, and they talk about a quiet place, of course, and making it. Love so it. there, what's what's everyone's number ten? Ramon, uh, my number ten is a uh, licorice pizza. <laughs> yeah, higher, <laughs> higher in my list. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. What was my- that? What was that reaction sound, Mel? 
לאללה, לצער ולילי. I thought this was you. So my, my number 10, which is my number 11, The Matrix Resurrections. It's in my top 20. Super tongue-in-cheek, almost to the point of parody. Action scenes like a bad copy of the 22-year-old original. Um, Are you reading thing, your letterbox yeah, review? A bit, a bit of it. <laughs> Ewan Wilping is not even back. What the fuck? Morph is so useless. Uh... <laughs> And they just really expect you to be familiar with the trilogy that ended 16 years ago. There's that fucking flying mantis robot. Lots of subtext dissing sheeple truthers and people who use the term red pill. Slow down, Quark. You're just eating your words. Oh, my. It's like a student who has recitation points. Sorry. I just... I mean, these are all horrible things about it and I loved it. Um... Why is it horrible? It's freaking fun. This no, movie no, no. was I mean, fun. Y- yun, yeah, no, the, the things I just no- noted, like, you know, parang, ano, diba? it's, 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 like, these are thises that people would say about the Matrix Resurrections, that, you know, parang Morpheus was useless, um, they expect you to be so familiar with the trilogy, it's super, you know, uh, it's almost a parody, ganun. but I think, I think it's moving. Who's directing Lana? Lana is the director of Matrix. Yeah, and then Lily. Lily was the one who, who recently transitioned. So it, it kind of makes sense. Right? Parang I remember there was an interview where, where I think Lana said, Lily, I just wanted to move on. This is exactly what she wanted to move on from. Right? Parang, uh, she wanted to forget all of this. Whereas si Lana was like, ano, oh my God, I'm not going to let our creation be repurposed by these fucking <laughs> ano, diba? yeah. incels. Diba? Because, you, you, yeah, the Matrix is an incel classic. Uh, they use the term red pill. They use ano, um, uh, a lot of the terminology and the imagery from from Matrix. And um, I think when Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers did announce uh, a reboot with Michael B. Jordan. And I think it's because they um, they didn't expect the Wachowskis to want to do it again. But there was probably this clause, this first refusal clause uh, in their contract. And um, Lana was like, um, no, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> and yeah. so this might be the first time in cinematic history where uh, the same person and yet a completely di- different person is making a sequel, right? So, uh, you, it's even uh, meta, diba? because it's yeah. actually a plot point. Eh. Yeah. They say, yeah, they say na, they're going to remake this whether company, you like it or not. Oh. decided to make a sequel to the trilogy. They informed me they're going to do it. <laughs> they're, they informed me they're going to do it with or without us. Diba? See, Jonathan Groff, even casting Jonathan Groff and Neil Patrick Loved Harris, it. two it's queens like of the, the Broadway <laughs> theater scene as the villains. Parang, putang ina... <laughs> <laughs> I, so you like like the look that classic matrix look uh the yun Peng you know no one if she wanted to Lana could have done those things but it was just not important to her do you think mm. that people were expecting a different movie or a movie that just looked like the first three maybe that's the disappointment definitely I mean in in uh, a lot of good Uh, reactions, uh, good negative reactions, or parang yun nga, parang it feels like they're shitting all over it. A lot of people say, diba? yeah. or, parang, or parang they don't care. But I think it's just they don't care about the old things. 
about and it's just um it it's it, it feels like uh, it's building on a lot of the things we loved about uh the original but uh not necessarily a lot of the things that were important to the hardcore fans about right? like uh they they make a lot of fun of bullet time for example <laughs> um you superficial attachments yeah yeah right? yeah a lot a lot of those things uh the monochrome i know uh leather and the, i i mean there's really some really ridiculous things in this movie like i know like that that mantis robot <laughs> <laughs> and that Disney fight, but it's just it's just really I don't know. I just it's it's really touching to watch a creator take her creation back. I did not expect this to happen in any major Hollywood franchise where, you know, to quote the Scorsese, the cinema where you really feel the author and you actually feel that that author's love for her subject matter and kind of like parang take it back from from the Hollywood machine in essence you know raging against the Matrix in her own way and I think right? also so, it's a big F you to Warner Brothers because they they parang they like hoard off Space Jam with all the IP on display wasn't there another movie also that paraded IP one after the other this one was really yeah. just her, her taking it back into yeah. her own hands. And I've always been a Trinity guy. So the fact that, you know, Trinity so is also great. the one. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, it makes me so happy. So, you know, it's it's not like when I saw it, it was like the best thing. But it's something that I kept on thinking about uh, long after. And so that's why it's on this list. I guess I'm lang yung not super bold over. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's not uh, in my top. 30 or whatever uh i i remember liking uh, that they were putting the sort of framing the incels as the as the bad guys like another franchise did this year and then but i felt there wasn't enough new material i think that was my why i was a bit disappointed there um even though it was better and more moving than the second and third, but that wasn't really by saying much. And then, but I loved how Bidang Bida, especially actually, see, Bugs has more screen time than Trinity, diba. So Jessica Hennick getting to become, you know, such a cool action star. But there was a real interesting angle where they almost, they kind of take responsibility eh, for, as Quark said, parang incels embracing the Matrix and, and parang the rise of that. Uh, semi-fascism that led to Trump. There's a parang, there's a sort of responsibility being taken, but then seeing them trying to pivot it and and take it back and to remind people that the entire trilogy was actually an allegory for their transitioning. They were, it's what they were working through at the time. Although, again, parang, I don't know if it was having only one of the sisters working on it, but I felt like it's it wasn't quite enough to get to where, oh, this is like really transforming or or a new chapter in terms of like what it can point to for the future. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it's so we're getting and Morpheus. I think is also the big. Um, <laughs> you did not need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parang gina jokey jokey. What was the point? <laughs> 
I think they were also trying to avoid maybe the trope of like the magical black man. Ah, uh, uh, that's why they didn't invite Larry Fishburne back. No, because and Larry then, uh, actually, you know, Larry Morpheus actually, you know, eh. oh, he died in ca- he died in a canon story in a video game. Mm, okay. So, parang they they respected that, and then because they were involved naman in it, so that was the reason why parang if if Morpheus comes back, it cannot be that that form like the Oracle. Mm. Yeah. It's All just right. that no one played that game because it was too <laughs> it was too complicated. <laughs> ano to PS game? Or... PC eh mga er, er, mga mid mid or early aughts pa nga eh. Oh damn. Very okay. old. Like I saw the footage and it was like pixels. Like oh I, no wonder I didn't play this. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Yes, number nine. Number nine for me, and I'm sure it is higher on Wait, Ramon's give give Naren, give Naren your number ten truth. Uh so yeah, yeah, Cork. What's uh, your number? No, no, you, you're you're the yeah. one. Eh. Me? Yeah. Oh, it kicked out the power of the dog out of my list completely. My okay. top ten. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what's your number nine, Mel? That's higher, higher than on yours, me. I'm sure. The tragedy of Macbeth. No. What? No, it's on Quark. Oh, okay, go. But haven't what? we discussed? So I think we discussed shocked. this, right? Yeah. I'm no, sure. I mean, it's a I great film. This but... would be in yours. It's part of that crop. Now I was saying, na superb craft. You know, gorgeous, inspiring filmmaking, but something about it either being so overly familiar. Like, how many times have we seen Macbeth? It doesn't resonate, de ba? Parang in the same way that other more timely uh, narratives do but i hands down it's absolutely breathtaking spectacular filmmaking of course catherine hunter like you know but in terms of just the content being you know macbeth which we're we all know is not new and is always going to be timeless because it's about ambition and how it corrupts but yeah i mean that's that's the only reason it's not on my list in terms of like these these were the ones that really destroyed my heart parang ganon ako naman my reason is ano Francis McDormand that's it <laughs> <laughs> wait that's your plus or minus that's my minus like I think she oh, was oh no why is she overexposed for you no I don't know parang Talaga. yeah I don't know mm. it's just like I mean her her uh, sleep no more's Speech was the was really good, but but aside from that, well, number one, parang walang chemistry with Denzel. Uh, number two, I didn't know what she was going for. Parang whether temptress or parang naggy hag or parang hindi di ako sure. Hindi ko siya matansya. Um, and then and then of course like there was no accent, tama ba? Was yeah, the, they, the, ha- they yeah. use their own accents. Yeah, I don't know. Parang she didn't work for me, but I love her. Um, but no, not not for this role. Interesting, interesting. Well, you know, this is like the. I think it was such a big year for medieval storytellers during, with their adaptations this year. Although I loved The Green Knight, this one resonated with me more. But I think Ramon, it's because I'm more of like a. I loved Shakespeare growing up. And I know we've, I mean, we've seen this play so many times, Tragedy of Macbeth, even in the movies. But this is like a super visionary, super strange, lucid dream that was shot completely in a theater that doesn't feel like it was shot in a theater. 
and it felt more haunting to me than any other Macbeth adaptation I've seen on screen. Is this your favorite then? Yeah, Macbeth, I, I, okay. I would say so. I, I think I think Denzel was incredible. I think the witches were so inventive, and really, what a visionary that uh, Cohen did with that. With that, like it's just a chorus role. It's a nothing role. It, although it has like it, it's the most quotable thing from the play, right? But this is what it, it's so different that you will really remember. Oh, oh, the witches said that, pala the the gobble gobble toil and trouble line, and I wish it won a cinematography award, but of course, Dune overtook it it's just so good how they they adapted this play what's everyone else's number nine mackie beth <laughs> what mackie beth mackie beth no uh, what's, no, just, the, what's your number nine ramon my number nine is uh baby you can drive my car <laughs> the, nice is that it's not on anyone's list no no nope. is this the not one that on mine. is not this the one mine. that you said was snooze fest Damn it. But this is, I, I wouldn't call it a snooze fest, but it just, only parts of it resonated with me. I don't know it's be, if it's because I'm not a Chekhov fan. I really am not into Uncle Vanya at all. Uh, Shout yeah, out but to only Kent Quintana. Yeah, <laughs> who translated. Um, oh, she did? Yeah, oh, for the and, Pinoy. And she's yeah. a listener. She's a regular listener. So we Super love you, sorry. Kent. But yeah. <laughs> well, I I... I'm a fan of Hamaguchi, and so I was already looking forward to this. And then, of course, extra points because it's an adaptation of uh, Murakami, Haruki Murakami. And so I was not expecting it to be a full three hours, but I loved it. And it's so much more expansive than the short story it was based on. And yeah, the a lot of my favorite uh things there the the grappling with uh, grief and finding one's place and damning moments kasi of like like um heartbreaking irony which is i think one of the things he best traffics in Hamaguchi may i say what a flex it is to put the opening credits 40 minutes after the film starts hells yeah i love that <laughs> especially because what a flex. Everything that happens before the before the title credits appear is not in the short story. Because oh, the, the, really? yeah, the, oh, the short makes sense. the short story begins after a certain event that I don't want to spoil because forty minutes into the film, that's kind of bigger spoiler than just you know the first five minute yeah. intro. Yep. But in the short story, it begins after let's say event X, right? And in the film, and then the the rest of it is just flashbacks. Uh, they just mentioned, oh, this happened when we were this, this, this. But in the film, they show entirely the this this chapter in the protagonist's life. So it's like, oh wow, this is this feels like all new material to to me. And so the story that I recognize properly only begins after those title credits. So I was like, wow, yeah, and yeah, great acting, great shots, music. I um, wish he was nominated. An actor yeah. award. Super. It was very, very good. Actually, I, was, yeah. I was super into it until ano lang. I just found, the, remember, sayang eh, like the last 10 minutes, it's everybody's just speechifying their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> In diba? the snow, they're like, oh, sayang. <laughs> but yeah, is but... it a parang, is it a, is it something that you, that, that happens often in, in, 
in a lot of like Asian cinema. Me, uh, you know, you know what it r- reminds me of yeah, yung mga ano, anime eh, where they're like <laughs> staring into space <laughs> and then para I don't know what to do. Para <laughs> and then the tears well yeah. up in the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> the the inner monologue. <laughs> oh, so parang ah, ganito pala siya pag live action. <laughs> it's also this feeling na parang nagmonologue siya pero may tao sa harap niya. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's like he's saying something but actually he's He's the he's the person who needs to hear it, Deva. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I Can I say my favorite part oh. of the movie? What? It's the that ten minute car scene where the two actors are just going at it. That was so good. How it was scripted and directed and yeah. acted. That was from that like highlight. And I think that was in the middle somewhat. Yeah. yeah. The long trip. <laughs> What's your number nine, Court? Licorice pizza. <laughs> Let's have at it. <laughs> Let's have at it. Uh, oh, so why 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 was Mel? Why was your response? Yeah. <laughs> Good. You know like, <laughs> this PTA hands down. He is one of Enslate's favorite directors. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was so looking forward to Licorice Pizza, especially because it's it's Alana Haim. I love her. And then when I watched it, and, and all the critics are all like Ligorous Pizza, David Ehrlich, that's his favorite film of the year. And then when I uh, watched Sean it, Fantasy. I was slightly down after because I, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe it just didn't resonate with me. I wasn't in the mood to watch something that slow. It didn't feel like a PTA movie. It felt more like dazed and confused with more talking. But yeah. But didn't it feel like. The 90s PTA. It didn't for me. It didn't. Only the last 40 minutes were very PTA for me. That whole like trip down the valley, Bradley Cooper, what happened after. That, that felt more chaotic PTA. But you guys. I didn't really know what to expect about because when, it, when, when we were hearing about it, it was like originally they were saying like oh it's finally pta doing his own sort of you know my own youth movie because is it, it, was is like, it it's autobiographical right yeah Somewhat. i don't is it oh i i, I, I had no clue job. but but that's what i sort of assumed because uh it was like a high school set in the 70s so people assumed that in the and, valley <laughs> back yeah, to the, and, valley, the valley back to the san, san fernando valley after for how long no parang like yung last yata was uh, punch drunk so and yeah. then yeah, but I was I was happy to see sort of that looseness return, and that's why. I mean, it's not higher on my list because it's not like super tight. But there's whole scenes now you could do without. There's some um, jokes that don't quite land, um, <laughs> but it still has that authorial mark now. That's very personal, and I know I, some people seem to get hung up about the age gap but uh, yeah i mean i'm not saying it's an appropriate relationship now but it it never struck me naman kasi as predatory you big right? issue <laughs> you so, yeah, no, for, man, some, for some people though. it really is oh, oh. <laughs> super there, but, of course the japanese din oh gosh yeah. that one i would cringe but, but it doesn't feel predatory yeah. there's not uh, the, i didn't really notice if there were like grooming uh, features there or isolation and also it was like the kid more 
pursuing more uh, Alana than vice versa. And and it was almost just like a sort of relenting later on. But yeah, there's just character touches and flourishes and filmmaking bits that uh, entertained me and delighted me and made me miss those those uh, freewheeling days where it's like, let's just spend a whole bunch of money on a scene that no one else will think of. And it only matters to me, but uh, hopefully it'll it'll work within the film and it does most of, most of the time but genuinely like alana driving the truck steering the truck backwards was one of the most <laughs> thrilling <laughs> edited sequences in in last year's movies it was genuinely like i couldn't breathe for that that sequence like wow <laughs> galing i'm still laughing over that sequence like imagine yeah, she should have been nominated was... talaga no parang it's a crime Sana. Was, uh... all of all of the heims heim supremacy he... That was also one of the best things. The entire family, not just her yeah. sisters, but but dad, yeah. I mean, imagine if P.T. Anderson was like interested in doing like a, a pure genre film, like parang hmm, okay to. P.T. Anderson, please direct a, a Heim documentary. Please, I will watch it. Repeatedly. No, but I think ano eh, Paul Thomas Anderson loved. The, he made so many music videos of Heim walking and yeah, running. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to do a two-hour, minute, 30-minute version of this. <laughs> of Alana Heim script running. It? Why script yeah. it? Do it na yeah. oh diba? natural with the but, Heim fan. Yeah, I mean, parang, it's definitely, I think it's completely a film for PTA fans. Na parang if you came in from the cold and did not know who Paul Thomas Anderson was and you and was even a film cre- yeah you'd be this is so fucking self-indulgent this is so freewheeling yeah. this is so like <laughs> I know so it, it's kind this is of this vanity project kumbaga yeah so parang it, it's super self-indulgent but if you're a fan you just and you just go okay fine you know I miss you and uh, <laughs> and I will enjoy every minute of this because it's it's quite enjoyable it reminds me of um the films of ano, Robert Downey Sr. Diba? Uh, yung mga Putney Swope na parang very episodic. Yeah, yeah. Very, ano, um, and it's nice to see him go back to that but also um, kind of like not have that self-seriousness of Magnolia, for example. Parang, uh, yeah, it's just fun and it's just like, wow, he's working with actors he he really wants to work with. Parang, you know, and like, like Tom Waits and and Sean Penn and <laughs> so yeah, it does I, feel only, like hmm. no no my only, only ano lang na nasasayangan ako na hindi si John Bryan yung nag-score. Like I love Johnny G, but he was it was obvious he was emulating Bryan anyway. So parang sayang no kung si Bryan to my God, but yun. <laughs> It really felt like he was making one of the summer films of his youth also. It's not really very deep or um, there are not really very serious, super serious moments in it. There are some, but it's also still more or less, you know, compared to his pre- other films, uh, a sort of a light entertainment. Um, like, there was did a, you notice know John C. Riley, by the way? <laughs> yeah. So bosses pa lang, alam, alam no? <laughs> Where? Which one was he? He was Frankenstein. The... Yeah, oh. in the convention. <laughs> like, he doesn't even get a close-up. Like, literally, yeah. he's a dude Like, he's not even in focus, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the back of his head, Alos. Can you guys please explain the the Japanese lady? Like, 
Did he mean that as a joke? As satire? I, I think, well, he was. Well, he said in interviews, right? Yeah, he was making mm. fun of that mindset of the time. Okay. But I, I, parang I, I think when he doubled down on it, like, parang when he did it again, that's kind of like when you're like, okay, me, this is a weird. <laughs> because you you do know it's gonna get, I don't know, offensive, right? <laughs> parang <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Parang there's the risk of laughing with the offender. Yeah. Rather than feeling the sort of cringe diba, that you should, mm-hmm. even if it's what's aimed for, parang if you're in the theater and people are laughing, then hindi effective yata yung joke mo. Parang ganun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was maybe yeah, one time was okay, two times was, I don't know. I there don't was know. this funny question that was asked of him, na, of P.T. Anderson, na tawa siya eh, because the, someone asked, so your last film you worked with, you know, um see si, I know uh Mr. Method himself, the boss Daniel Day, the DDL. And then after that you decided your next film I'm going to work with people who've never acted before. <laughs> and then Tuma Tumawa si Tumawa si PT Anderson is parang Do you think do you think Daniel Day um felt bad about that decision? Did you, do you think he felt like did I do something here? <laughs> Ganda. All right, number eight. Number eight. Lucky number eight, which I think is higher on both of your lists. My number eight is worst person in the world. Yeah, it's yeah, higher. It's higher. <laughs> then I shall defer, Monsieur. Uh, Ramon. Okay. Oh, my number eight is uh, surprise, surprise. Rusuke Hamaguchi again. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. Back to back. Because I I loved Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. I thought this would be higher, Ramon. Mm, why? Well, it's well, this is pretty high now. For me, honestly, the top ten it's very like super small increments between them. If you uh... ask me on ask me on a different day of the week, any of them could be my film of the year. But Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, definitely though. Is above drive my car to me, and I felt bad. Can you? What, what's the synopsis? Okay, so Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy is basically an anthology film. It's three short stories, that are each about forty minutes, and then, and they're mostly about missed connections. That's sort of the theme. But then it's the title also, Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. Like they're they're random, sometimes random encounters, but there's also deep connections made in each of the stories. And for me lang, it's just more my panlasa in terms of, uh, especially the last story, which like broke me. It was so, it was so healing. If you've, I hope you've seen it, but um, I don't want to spoil anything. But the first of the three stories actually feels like his homage to um, Hong Sang-soo. The, the, he does a trick in the first film in the first of the stories na, that is very is something Hong Sang-soo does often. So I was like, oh, that was nice. And then the second one was just very, it goes in a direction you don't expect. And it's also very erotic with no nudity somehow. And then the last one was so, it's just beautiful and healing and, and definitely more my panlasa. And I just felt bad na all, I mean, Drive My Car, which I do love, parang it just, I don't know why, it just felt like, made it seem like there was no room for a director having two great films in one year. So, parang all the attention went to Drive My Car and and almost 
I, I barely saw anything outside of festival trades or press na about Wheel of Fortune and fantasy, though I feel, for me, it's the one I would like take home. Is it streaming in any other service? Uh, I have to look for it now. Because when I was, ano, I caught it at ano, eh, Q Cinema. Q Cinema. Yeah. You know, Q Cinema had a really good lineup this year. Super. Worst person was there. Everything yeah. was there. Even Memoria was there. Memoria. Happening. Yes. So, Playground. Quark, you haven't seen this either. I have not seen it either. So, yeah, so, so, yeah. please. Yeah, I I, you, I was reading the synopsis now while you were talking. It, it's more my flavor than mm. Drive My Car. Then again, I guess anthology stories also, or anthology films also don't usually, like, you know, end up on, like, best of lists. But anyway, it's, it's No, I've, I've seen this lovely. in a couple of best ofs. Oh, good, in, good. in the top 10, yeah. Good and Wrecked Higher Than Drive My Car too. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. You have karamais. All right. <laughs> My number eight. <laughs> Is that oh yeah, I'm sure it's uh Mel's number one. Um Stitan. Rank higher. Titan. 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 I'm still mustering up the courage to watch this film. Alamo, <laughs> it's in my top twenty. I I I thought when I saw it. Top ten, to but parang when I was making my finalist, like I'm the edge out, parang pero yeah, I do, I do love Titan. Yeah, it's 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 great, and I love that you know years from now when people Google list of Palm d'Or winners, parang, <laughs> yes, this film will pop up and parang, oh, but is this a body right? horror film yes. about a serial killer who gets impregnated by a car? Parang, and yeah. manages to escape by impersonating a doped-up fireman. But just the fact that that will happen is like, yeah. God damn it, you deserve to be in the top ten. Um, diba? As the French yeah. say, le cinéma. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just yeah, but that, they yeah. didn't even they didn't even submit this at the foreign film Oscar uh, category. I know. I know. What was their entry? They didn't. They didn't submit anything. Oh shit. They were scared because of its power. Or did they I submit mean, France? But there's a film called France or something. But why? I'll double doesn't... check. But this yeah. film, they, they did not submit at all. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can Julia get it, Ducourneau's but... first film since Raw, right? So yeah. it was long. It was uh, much anticipated. And then, wow. <laughs> Nothing. No, no one could predict it. No one could expect it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think the French would be too into this film, actually. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I mean, wow, it's just like such a visceral uh, viewing yes. experience with, uh, no, with the kills and uh, no, uh, um, see, no, see, um, <laughs> uh, seasons change, see, no, future islands, future islands, my future islands, <laughs> damn. So it's, yeah, this is one of those that very, wow, person hit me personally, so um, wow, it hit you personally. Yeah. Wait, wait, which part? During that orgy which scene. Part? <laughs> God, when she rips out the nipple ring with her mouth. Damn. Oh my gosh, hindi ko yata kaya to. Kaya mo yan. Hindi siya, hindi siya naman dread or like super chills or whatever. It's, may pagka-gross lang at parts. Pero those parts you could just like, you know, sl- sl- look at the corner of the screen if you like. Yeah. I'm but, still wrapping my brain around 
automobile sex. So eh, well, that's just the intro. Uh, that's that's the theme. That yeah, is. that's nothing. She's just like <laughs> jumping around nothing. in the car. <laughs> but it's but it's genuinely one of the best intro scenes. Like it's a long take, pa, eh, that, uh. that that car show. <laughs> but yeah, this definitely was one of my. I mean, it's in my top twenty, not my top ten, but still one of the experiences last year where I was like, it felt so alive, and it really it really made me wish I was seeing it in a theater. It's the film I really wish was in Q Cinema, but wasn't. But it just it just made you feel so alive while watching it. You couldn't predict whatever was going to happen next. And it just reminded you of those experiences and those opportunities na parang, yeah, no? Parang you keep thinking you have an idea of what to expect from movies. Like, you feel like you've seen maybe all of these plots that are regurgitated. But then, you know, something... <laughs> Something comes along it's just so bizarre and weird, but it's so also moving, eh? Because it's about two broken people finding each other. And you don't know if they deserve peace or not, but it's just still moving to see it happen in the world that it takes place in. Yeah. Moving. And, okay. A moving film, Titan. Yes. Yeah. Like, parang, can I make you feel sympathy for a serial killer? Ang galing ng idea niyan, eh? I love one Twitter poll that asked what what Oscar host would you love to see on the big night? And then one person voted the car from Titan. <laughs> okay. Seven. Okay. And, and also again, shout out to a fantastic performance from a non-actor, Agafe yeah. Roussel. Galing. I know. For, for the guy, movie, the no, dad, model. Uh-oh. Yeah. The dad also was amazing though. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, if you see interviews with him, he has a dick. Like, he... He has a what? A, a dick. dick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as Vincent Lindon. <laughs> Vincent Lindon. Like, oh. yeah. He, after, like, certain sentences, he'll, like, um, parang basta may, may ano siya. Uh, movement? It, yeah, parang sudden movement. Oh. Na, mm-hmm. ano, parang he'll brush his mouth or something. Um, and... And <laughs> parang here, wala. None at all. So I'm like, wow, how does that happen? Parang ano siya, ano? Brad Dufus. Magic uh, of editing. <laughs> but, ano, love it. Okay, number seven. Number seven. I don't know if you guys have seen this because we haven't chatted about this in our group at all. But my number seven is Red Rocket. Sean Baker's follow-up. I have not Florida actually. Project. I've been trying to watch it, but uh, it it disappeared oh. from theaters. <laughs> it's in my top thirty, but yeah, go. Oh, okay. Well, I love this movie. Um, it's a revelatory performance by former MTV VJ and Simon Rex. Simon Rex from Felicity. But now he plays a super baggy role. He's a former porn star in this movie who has a very big dick because he's a porn star. And he's like super himbo. And mm-hmm. he loves taking advantage of people. And he is a predator here. He grooms a, a 16-year-old girl to be a, a porn star. And hijinks ensue. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of Sean Baker, I think he really has the, the corner when it comes to like American poverty porn. Shatalaga. <laughs> but what what's good about it is it's never exploitive. It's very it's it's always an eye-opening watch that there are corners of America that are like this. And he really exposes the the underbelly of American society. And this movie I think is his most accessible, regardless of the the R rating, or maybe even NC17, because it's full frontal nudity for 
for Simon Rex. But it's funny, it's it's sad, and it's very it's very watchable. It's very accessible nga, versus Florida Project and Tangerine. So I, I hope you guys. Ah, okay, see it. it's more enough. No, I, I yeah, I really liked it. Um, it's just uh, it's hard to see why it's not higher up now, but. But yeah, it's such a it's anchored talaga by such a charming performance by Simon Rex, and it's one of those films where they hang the whole movie basically on someone who is sort of untested, right? On his Sean, dick. Sean Baker. <laughs> Sean Baker took such a risk. But, but isn't uh, that isn't that a Sean off. Baker thing to do to hang an entire movie on a risky person? Because Florida Project hinged on an Brooklyn. unknown seven-year-old. True. True. But uh, again, but it's easier because it's easier to sympathize with a kid. It's almost automatic. Right, right. So here, right. where he's a predator, pero parang well-meaning idiot of a predator, eh, diba? parang ganon. A siya, he, does, eh. he doesn't he doesn't see himself as evil. Eh. Yeah, eh, he he's just like a, a mover and a hustler. But he he but he sees himself as very motivated and ambitious, not not as someone who would probably end up shot at. <laughs> um, but it's, it's genuinely funny, and Baker has so much sympathy for his characters, and he really has such a great sense of location and, and place and, and the personality of that uh, locale. It really comes across, and yeah, great shots, great color, great songs. Um, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, so yeah, good I choice. I think Sean Baker and Chloe. Zhao have the same school of casting unknowns and non-actors and filming them in very beautiful ways. So if you guys haven't seen a Sean Baker film, you can start with this. All right, number seven, Ramon. It's a black and white film. It's a French. Oh, that made me nervous. Black and white? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Why? Did you think it was passing? I thought it was Belfast. Lapit na, lapit ng Belfast. May sapa, may sapa tayong black and white. Pero ano to? So basically, it's the film is called Paris Thirteenth District. Uh, it in France it was uh, it was called Arrondissement. Arrondissement. But in France it's called uh, Les Olympiades because that's the name of the tower complex in the center of the Thirteenth District. And it's a Jacques Audiard film. Um, so and it's an adaptation of three short stories by Adrian Tumine from Killing and Dying. If you've mm-hmm. if you've read that book, and the script is co-written by Celine Siama, and it stars uh, Noemi Merlant from Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Jenny Beth from Savages, wow. the band, and um, uh, Lucy Zhang, and some one other dude whose name I'm blanking on. But it's such a it's such an interesting. It feels like such a millennial film, but Odyard is definitely not a millennial. And it captures a lot of the anxiety of uh, relationships. I almost said romance, pero parang hindi. But, um, but yeah, social anxiety and just random, again, random connections being made, but that, that pan out or not later on. And just beautifully shot Great music by Ron, and uh, yeah, great performances, and it just stayed with me. Like for days, I was thinking about like what the characters did and what it means for them, how 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 you are versus how you want to be perceived, and it was just 
such an interesting project na you know uh Japanese American cartoonist uh adapted by French filmmakers and then the main characters were Chinese French. Mm. I always thought that Ozone was the the you know the um the adaptation of um Dominion hindi pala. Okay, now okay. Now I will search yeah. this out. See, you know, uh what what was Odiard's most famous a person beyond? Mm, not too familiar. A prophet, sorry, a person. A prophet. Uh, un prophet. <laughs> un prophet. It's on about the jail, tama The prisoner? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. this was released 2021, pero siguro the release date outside of France was 2022. I think it's going to I'm not sure if it's Parang in the states it might be coming out this mm. this month, parang ganon. But yeah, it was in cinemas and uh, festivals last year. Interesting. I like the synopsis. Yeah, ganda siya, and it's super. It uh, well, part of me reminds me of Line, but just because it's very urban in terms of like diming shots of the the, the district and the, the 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 complex towers where they all live and they're running up against each other. I hope it streams somewhere because mm. it's so hard to find foreign Great films, performances really. also. And Quark will love it because it's very erotic pala. It's very sexual. Ah, g- <laughs> si Quark, wow. yan ba yung role ni Quark sa group natin? Ako ba si Mr. Erotic? Oh, hubad, hubad sila lahat, Quark. I was having dinner with my classmate's husband and he really believed my Twitter thing that... So he used to make porn, right? And I'm like, what? It says on your Twitter byline, parang... Ah, no, that's a joke. Why would you think I could make porn? Siyempre, hindi ko kilala. Face value yan, eh, diba? It's like, oh, I really want to talk yeah, to this exactly, pornographer exactly. from the Philippines. Well, this guy looks like he makes hardcore porn. Uh, and then one look at you and they're like, ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, for sure. At least... Kawawa that guy's night, oh. He had so many questions in his back pocket. <laughs> I, oh, um, okay. My number seven. Who's next? Cork. Yes. Uh... Uh, Mitchells versus Machines. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's my number six. We might as well talk about it now. All right. Um, but yeah. we have, though, a lot. I mean, yeah, we have. We have, have like, two it's, apps now. Uh, but yeah, right. it's great. So, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Should have won. Reflexive, huh? Should have won. won. I know. Should have won more. So much personality in won that ba? film. It was like, encanto. so many details. No. Encanto. Encanto. But um, but it won the Annie's, which is important because that's more the import- animation award. Most important, it won our hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that thread that we were talking about, Mel, where they were oh, talking, where the guy was talking about. It's incredible. It's like what twenty tweets. Yeah, longer because it, it went on. When I when I started reading it, he wasn't even finished. He was still adding stuff. Who and then this? I came back to it the next day. One of the Mike Leanda, the director. Yeah. Oh. And then What's talking about. And, the lessons from Lord and Miller. And it was so... It was very inspiring, eh? That they were like, every small detail, their their whole ideology was like, how can this be better? How can this be better? How can it be more personal? Yeah, they really were pushing him to make yeah. it a better movie. And more and more specific, as opposed to being, being making it more broad for hitting all quadrants. It was like, well, why, why does it matter to you specifically? And they would inject all these little pieces of personality and detail that really made the whole thing come alive, diba? Galing. And it's so, no, no, like, watching it with Scarlet, um, parang ano, it's, it's so 
rewarding watching it to next a kid who who's discovering a new visual language because it's so different but from all the other I don't uh, having re- reflexivity and having change in styles and having ano, and parang parang wide eyed siya eh. parang may mga YouTube videos infused in the story de ba yung mga ganon um, so it it was I I think that added to ano um, I think that kind of added to the experience also so um, and then these stupid film references like Jade Runner twenty forty nine and Monchichi <laughs> Fear Eats the Soul you mag- <laughs> so I just yeah. love that it's also like a, it meshed. Lord and Miller movies together like Spider Man, Lego, mm-hmm. and Cloudy. The underrated Cloudy with Cloudy a Chance. With chance yes. Their first major you know, introduction yeah. to Hollywood. But diba parang back to back with uh, Spider Verse, like Lord and Miller, who also didn't direct um, Spider Man, diba? but but they were but their hands are their creative sort of leadership is all over those films. And it really makes you like wish, like, sana they just revived the solo that they <laughs> that they shot. Yeah, I diba? know. I w- I wish Kathleen someone Kennedy bring bring talaga, back no? bring back the Lord and Miller solo. If there's a like, like a Snyder cut, where's the Lord and Miller cut of solo? What's your number six, Ramon? My number six is again from Japan. Oh no! Yeah, Evangelion. Joke. Was there another movie? <laughs> Was there another movie Evan from Glenn. Japan? <laughs> well, so this my number six is is uh, Mamoru Hosoda's Bell, and oh, nice. it was super. I didn't expect to be as moved by it as I was because I love Hosoda in general, and I knew that this was inspired by Beauty and the Beast, but I was just blown away by the story and the execution, the visuals, the music. There's a there's a scene. That is so risky in terms of it's just being uh, a character who is so comfortable being anonymous on the internet, stripped bare, made vulnerable and seen and known, but um, braves it and sings a song to reach the person who needs it. And it's so moving and I while like, parang pa ng song. And then, and then it's also about like um child abuse right there's that uh there's a brother protecting his younger brother from a from a, an abusive parent and it's also one of those things i love where socially awkward kids have to sort of find find themselves being in the only being the only person in a position to help and uh getting over their insecurities and yeah just fantastic gorgeous animation the the way that he visualizes what basically is what Zuckerberg wants in terms of the metaverse, but <laughs> with much more personality and imagination and creativity than just, you know, a couple of blocky pixels. And yeah, I, I wish more people saw it. I think G Kids in the States are only starting to bring it out now, but it was doing so well in, in the animation festivals last year. I I I know I saw this on the plane actually. And parang, oh. yeah, I mean, of course, I, I always get more emotional on the plane for some weird reason. Parang, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did cry. Uh, diba? Yeah. yeah. It's super... The animation is great. The animation oh, is oh. fantastic. Um, ano, ano lang, my, my one thing with it is, uh, it's ano eh, diba? It, the, it is a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. But it's also a retelling of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is kind of weird for me, mga talking, little talking ornaments mm-hmm. and ano, na parang I found it a little kind of off. Um, especially since si Beast is a lot darker than Disney Beast, di ba? Um, but, <laughs> Wala, ja- but, Japanese eh. <laughs> 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 diba, help, help, help him. He needs your help. <laughs> but um, the ones, the parts that were not Disney, uh, that deviate from the Disney of it all, uh, is is great. And yun nga, that that kind of like um, Ready Player One done right world. Um, uh, parang is... go for broke den siya. Eh. Parang oh. galing eh. Parang I think this is the, probably the biggest budget he's ever had. So it was like, tanga let's do my Power of Love movie na. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is this streaming anywhere? Ah uh, no, I think when when I caught it, because it was like a Polish animation festival. Eh. But uh, but G Kids, because it's bringing it out in the states now, so it should be in digital in maybe a month or two. Okay. And Blu-ray. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah, mine. No. Your uh, number yeah. six, Quark. Uh, my number six. Uh, I know. So I, I I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I don't know why it. Hasn't gotten a wide release yet. Anna Lily Amarpur's uh, Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon. Um, so much fun. Um, it's uh, no, uh, it's E.T. meets Stranger Things meets Hustlers meets Tangerine. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm parang, in. Huh? What? I'm so in yeah. this movie already. It's it's uh, no, parang see, so so it's a girl from from Burning. The Korean. Yeah, the Korean girl. Uh, Jung Jung-so. Yeah, Jung Jung-so, sorry. <laughs> I, I was thinking of an, an, an Jung Jung Jung. Anyway. Um, so she has psychokinetic powers and then kind of like... But uh, she's stranger things. Eh? And, then, and then she befriends this little kid. But tangerine because uh, the little kid is the son of a stripper who is played by J-Lo. Uh, Kate Hudson is actually also there for some weird reason. Uh, and then parang ano, um, they, they hang out with ano, with uh, drug dealers pero a good-natured drug dealer who just wants to ano, uh, protect them. And uh, si Craig Robinson from The Office is like the cop who palaging na, naloloko ni ano, the uh, Mona Lisa, the, the psychokinetic. And it's it just, it, it really feels like a mix of all those things I just said. Um, and it has that, that weird, like, uh, almost video art sensibility um it's it's mm-hmm. anna lily amirpour's best film for me oh uh yeah mm. so uh galing galing well major tour de force siya. so has uh, it been ano pa parang wala pa siyang yeah has it been distributed yet well and in fact parang i don't really see uh, oh it's only about to get north american distribution and um, i just googled uh, okay. Uh, okay. How strange. How sad yeah. naman it's, na now lang. Yeah, and it's also not ano, I I guess it's also a bit of a hard film to love. Uh, um para More than Titan? In, huh? More it's than what? Titan? <laughs> Actually, ano, uh see it's the name of the vocalist of ano, The Strangeness. He saw the film and he said I like it better than Titan and I do like this better than Titan. So, um it's ano, but but it is of the same vein. My 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 uh, similarities yung dalawa, but this one I think is more tongue in cheek. Um, 
And it's got this weird ass like um dubstep soundtrack. Galing. <laughs> From Daniel Lupi. <laughs> this was in in competition in Venice. And then uh uh asked me, What's your favorite film of the ones you saw? And I said, Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon. And he just like stared at me. <laughs> and then after four seconds he's like the girl from Burning is in that movie. <laughs> and that's the only good thing he could say about Bond. <laughs> well, it's, it, it will get a theatrical release this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. J-Lo. <laughs> Doing her first stripper since, ano? Hustlers. Hustlers. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number five, Mel? My number five is... Come on, come on. Mike Mills. Uh, higher on uh, my that's list. That's higher, yeah. Yeah. I defer. I defer. <laughs> yeah. My five it's is Dune. I feel like the top five is where we will intersect. Yes. Yeah. My five is Dune, so it's probably higher. I'm yes, sure it's higher, higher than you guys, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's Dune? Um, my, my number five is something you both don't like, and I don't understand. You do. Like, how can you not like this film? <laughs> the Suicide Belfast? Squad. <laughs> ah. I, mean, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it was also a little underwhelming. I I loved Free Guy more. Oh no! What? Whoa! Okay, I didn't go that <laughs> far. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Holy shit! Because <laughs> you know, walang if it's like a good rip roaring time, Free Guy was. I was <laughs> laughing my ass off at Free Guy. But go, go ahead. Go yeah, on. no, I, I, I just didn't expect it to be this insane. Like, this is a crazy mm. film where, uh, spoiler, um, like, half the cast, half the big-ass cast gets killed in the first 10 minutes. Um, and parang, you know, na parang, okay, fuck, all bets are off. And um, I always say that Harley Quinn, that, that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is actually... Uh, one of my favorite characters if in the in the DCEU and she really you know <laughs> this is like her strongest performance as as uh, uh, even more pangad than ano i think prince of prey um and I, I you know what i love about james gunn i think he really is the most comic book director parang mm-hmm. he just gets like how weird comic books are and this mishmash of weird characters and and you know, random backgrounds and and really strange powers, parang ganon. And um, and he also knows that comics are not kids' things and are definitely for teens who want to feel adult. And and so mm-hmm. parang I don't. I mean, like I think <laughs> one of my favorite characters is Lobo ever in a comic book, and I would love if he would, um. If he could actually uh, tackle that character, it's just you know, it's it's parang an, it's uh, James Gunn unhinged and totally like let loose uh, because you do feel in Guardians he's holding back, right? but um, yeah, and then and then to get Starro the Conqueror, who is one of the most stupid <laughs> fucking <laughs> villains ever, but it's actually the villain that got the Justice League together in the sixties, mm-hmm. parang. Wow, parang I it, it's a no as a DC fan, I guess it was just like shit, <laughs> yay, like DC, parang ganun. So um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good job, gun. Yeah, by far the best uh, DCU film. Oh, not the Batman. 
DCEU, <laughs> iba yung ano. DCEU. Uh, hindi ba kasama si The Batman kasama, sa DCEU now? Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Kasi, so, I do ano, like the peacemaker. Ma- malabang, di ba? Kung si Gordon is J.K. Simmons, tapos si Gagawin mo. <laughs> I don't understand how DC operates. So, yeah. eh, naman, everything's gonna become a multiverse at the end of the year. Yeah. But, But again, yeah, no, to my like, my comment, I re what I loved about the Suicide Squad is it produced the Peacemaker, which is a great show on HBO. Yeah. Also, like, how the fuck? <laughs> But even watching the the Suicide Squad, why are we gonna make a show about this guy of everybody here? And then, but he pulled it off. Galing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, ano? Yon. Galing naman that ability to see what he saw and. In John Cena's, ano. Actually, it was just one scene, but I was like, hmm, there's more here. But I'm gonna. Can I ask you guys, between team uh, Taika Waititi or James Gunn, who do you guys lean towards more in terms of like comic book adaptations and inclinations? Parang one palang si Taika, di ba? And he's not. His background isn't really ano eh, Isn't really as a comics fan. It's really more of like comedy. But the yeah. two are credited for kind of like jump-starting franchises. I think mostly because ano eh, they were they were given the free reign. With with Guardians, it was a little easier because di sila ganong kakailala. So right. the, the, but but um, with Thor naman, it was like after Dark World, it's like yeah, do what you want na lang. <laughs> and then and then and actually it was ano eh, it was Hemsworth who was like I know this guy who's great the barang he's from an Australian film and then that's how that happened so I don't know sa akin mas may heart parehong yung Taika may may mas malalim yung pinaguhugutan charot pero and pero mas 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 wacky and profane si Gun yeah and I I would trust Taika more with like something personal like like You know, kung usapang mm. cinema, si Taika. Uh, pero kung parang, okay, crazy comic book shit talagang, alo, I think Gunn has proven yeah. himself over and over again in, in like, yeah, IP. I feel uh, Hollywood really loves ano, Gunn's sensibility more. And then Taika feels like um, still very personal but happens to be beloved or very accessible. Do you think he is happier in the DC camp versus MCU? I think he has more power in the DC camp. And more I, freedom. I mean, he's really, know, he's really, really more of an R-rated guy. My grudge, my axe to grind na shy. But I mean, the with his Yeah, they didn't they didn't defend him. Yeah. But that was ano, but that's not with Feige. Eh. It was more with Pearl Mutter, diba? Right. Once, it's uh, once, more Disney. Yeah, I think he, he's on good Disney terms, I think, with Feige. Yeah, it's more yeah. Disney. It's a Disney fight versus yeah. Feige. Feige, I think, brokered yeah. the peace deal. And it's interesting because, sorry, this is digression on the naman, no? But diba with that recent Don't Say Gay uh, fracas, parang Disney were found out to be supporting the Republican lawmakers who were pushing that bill and it really disappointed Disney employees. There was even a walkout. Pero it was so cool na si, I'm assuming Feige, but basically the Marvel, Marvel actually officially made a statement against it and they're under, diba, they're owned by Disney. So parang, that still shows na parang may, may, may power parang si Feige even though Marvel is owned by Disney. Mm. And it was like, and it also, 
um, galvanized people, the other employees who were like, "Look, if these, if Disney can, uh, if Marvel can say that this law is wrong, how come you guys can't?" Because they were trying to play both sides of the fence, which is very Disney, and uh, <laughs> they they ended up, you know, they ended up looking bad for it. Yeah. All right. What number are we on? Four. Go, man. Four, Four for me? Ba? Yes. I'm yes. sure this is higher on Ramones and Quarks. Pig. <laughs> uh, okay, Piggy yes. Pig. It's my third. So. Okay. But higher on Quarks, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, higher than. <laughs> higher, but, okay. I shall defer. Okay. okay. My, number, uh, my number four is Green Knight. Okay, go. <laughs> wow, no one. It's but, in my uh, top 20. It, uh, I okay. had to choose between gets, yun, gets. Uh, two medieval authors. I will, <laughs> I will always choose Willie Shakespeare. Willie over Anonymous. Yes. <laughs> Willie over Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so The Green Knight, David Lowry, I'm a fan of his for a long time now. Um, uh, a Ghost Story was one of my favorite films of the decade. And mm. so I was looking forward to this. It did not disappoint. It was, you know... A fable, definitely not the action thing that some people may have preferred, but I I love this one much more. It's about hubris, tragedy, ambition, and then that thing he does with the last 15 minutes was uh, on basically about as impactful as like the la- that last 10 minutes also of La La Land, where, you know, it, something happens and you see what could have been and uh, why you're not there and it's your fault. And uh, yeah. And also Dev Patel looking looking fine. Oh hot, yeah. Hot Barry Barrykeon. Gorgeous Barrykeon. You know. Doing his thing, making it making it making it obvious why he's on every casting director's list. You know what I'm saying? Um Alicia Candel doing double duty, doing some of the best work of her career recently. Uh, yeah, gorgeous music. Uh, just uh, lovely to behold. I I'm sad that this didn't get the recognition it deserved in the award circuit. Like definitely for cinematography. I, it feels like trolling, cause I mean I I and I don't mean that as an insult, diba? Parang tanggagago din siya in many, ending palang, eh, diba? Parang mm-hmm. the very last mm-hmm. shot. So I think um, and of course same with the no um, well. With licorice pizza, I guess uh, it 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 does feel very episodic. Like you could take out Barakion, for example. What? No, of course not. Fine, how but that's you? how the book was written. I mean, that's how the. It's not even a book. It's a poem. It's not. Right? Yeah, it's just like it a no, So, parang I don't. It's it. I mean, it's. I don't think it. It really sought awards parang uh sought yeah it 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 feels like yeah, it's know, its own thing like a playful sought-eth not genre but uh, parang all Lowry's projects are like that diba? like yeah. even if the old man in the gun or or Those or story. even Pete's dragon diba? parang you can't really say na, yeah this is going for <laughs> this is going for gold baby <laughs> uh, an yeah. underrated director I really think mm. Lowry. Yeah. Mike Lowry. No, David Lowry. <laughs> Parang ano eh, diba, yung old version of Into the Void yung, ano eh, yung titles nun. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We know it! There's a theory online about parang 
parang the Oscars are not very kind recently to A24. Parang na-embarrassed daw sila because of the whole Moonlight thing. Niniwala ba kayo dyan? Do you think there's Why? Any... I don't think so. Zola should have wa- been nominated. I will stand on that hill for a They have a lot of great A24 films post-Moonlight have been largely ignored. And parang some people think na because of the embarrassment of what happened there, even though it had nothing to do with A24, parang the fact that it na moonlight won and then parang after that though they were cold na raw to the no, rest of it, the No, didn't they give the lighthouse some love with the Oscars? Defoe? Yeah. Well, with the four, yeah. Para para I don't know. A lot of people really love that moonlight one. It feels like little yeah. it feels just like saying the... that because you're a lala lover. <laughs> yeah, I am a lala lover. So, yeah. diba, parang just recognizing <laughs> Moonlight <laughs> Yun na yung bagong Twitter bio mo <laughs> La La Lover Hindi na siya pornographer uh, Palitan ko na <laughs> Alright Okay, what number? Um, four uh, Four For no? Quark Four Quark yes. yeah. Four, come on, come on So, higher, oh, higher. in yours yeah. Okay Grabe, Ramon What mm. is your top three shaping to be like? <laughs> KKK Is it number three then? Yes, it's yeah, for you. Three. My number three is Get Back. Peter Jackson's Get Back. Yeah. Get Back! My caveat <laughs> is because this was in the big picture movies of 2021. So if they put it in there, even if it's like a two-parter or three-parter. So another podcast is your yeah. criteria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I shall put this in here. Um, You guys can put it, right? Nope. Uh, again, walang documentaries. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, I had like so much prepared for our music docs episode. Me too. Maybe some. Yeah. Let's save it for. Yeah, we'll still episode. do it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, we'll I know. I mean, uh, I I didn't put a star review on it because parang it, it's unclassifiable talaga. It's not a movie. It's not three movies. It's not an extended limited series. Parang. Yeah. Para siyang ano, literally footage cut together of one month Uh-oh. of the Beatles. Sh- ano. diba? <laughs> Hindi siya intentional narrative eh. Yeah. And it's ano, it's ang galing kasi without that, without part the boring parts, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Parang the the special parts won't feel as special. So, right. if it's just like a if the if it's like a straight up doc that's like 2 hours and it's all the highlights Parang yeah, hindi siya as, ano, eh, diba? I always remember that that scene where Paul's just like randomly talking to uh, to the director, si Michael Bayan. And then parang ano, and then he's playing the the let it be. Tan, 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 tan. But he's not even calling attention to it. Like he's just like tinkering around. And then you're like, holy fucking shit, he's writing the. Diba? Yeah. So yeah, diba? so. Um, Getting document it. talaga eh, of historical uh, import. <laughs> yeah. I, I as a as a Beatles lover and as a partnering with my dad, the Beatles has always been our bonding experience. We watched all three movies together, and it was everything we, my dad and I, could ever dream of with a Beatles documentary. Because 2021 was also the year that McCartney One Two Three dropped. And although we also love that, this was just like a found footage goldmine oh, yeah. that they managed to just piece together. And the director didn't even know what he had. Yeah, and because that it was, was in new his vault. Right. 
and he didn't it was just so wonderful watching the creative process of the four musicians that we did not we were never privy to right now that now when i listen to get back the album or let it be the album oh my gosh and it's a newfound appreciation for this last album that i thought destroyed the beatles but then it just rewrote the dynamics of the group that they yeah. actually worked well together paul yeah. and paul and yoko didn't hate each other John and Paul working together, pure magic. I, yeah. I love that Peter Jackson put this out into the world for everyone to see. Yeah. The first time I saw Quark after watching this was um, at Q Cinema, right? Q Cinema, yeah. And, and we had like a two-hour conversation already about, about Get Back. So parang we could definitely have done like two full episodes on this, but we couldn't at the time. So yeah, there's no way we can encapsulate all the important things Although, actually, one of the things I remember, I left you hanging there, Quark, because yeah, you haven't the, finished yet. The Paul, what, what did Paul see? <laughs> no, no, not, not, not Paul, see John. So, parang, it, it just, while you watch the, the three episodes, right, see John Lennon can be super kulet. Mm. Know, parang Paul really wants to get to work now, but he's like still, still cracking jokes. And it's so hard to parang get him to, to calm down and focus. And then the the real hardcore Beatles historians pala uh, when they crossed when they cross check the timeline this was around the time pala na John Lennon had started using heroin. Oh, so, that's parang, why he's so thin. Parang that could be one of the reasons now for the behavior. But you also said like Paul said if he had seen this moment maybe the Beatles wouldn't have broken up. Uh do you remember what? Ah, yung ano, yung yung conversation ni John and George about about wanting to leave, stay together, or or to leave, parang ganon. Ah, yung ano recording lang, ang ganda yeah. nun. <laughs> diba? Yung yung hidden mic in the pot. Bug. <laughs> oh, parang gold. Parang uh, the precursor parang, to reality e- TV. Even if it's inappropriate, the <laughs> way it's like, thank God for that invasion of privacy. Yeah, <laughs> um, wait, someone from the Enslate group asked us. I don't know if you guys saw this when Get Get Back came out. Which Beatle are the Enslate hosts? <laughs> You're definitely Paul, Mel. <laughs> I'm Paul, yeah. I'm definitely Paul. I'm always like, let's get on it, guys. But who, who are you, Cork? I, oh, I, I grew up being a George fan, but I might be a Ringo, personality-wise. Because, <laughs> hello, man. It's like, it's like when they make fun of him. It's like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> But underrated, get back na people make fun of Ringo, but he was definitely one of the best drummers talaga. And then all the time. Such a pro. Quark and you, which Beatle are you? I yeah, all the time. I think uh no. Let's not take it too seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. I mean, even that little Heather running around, parang as they record, or that that Paul talking about that, you know, visit to the Maharishi, and then you cut to the footage he's talking about. Oh, the about, footage, parang, yes. Parang galing eh. <laughs> and and it reminded say... me about of the Walk Hard Beatles cameo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was Justin Long, Paul Rudd, Jack Black, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, was it, did you say Paul Rudd then? I forget. <laughs> yeah, but parang <laughs> nakatawa lang yung 
yung part na yun, parang there's no there's no limit to what you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you guys find Linda McCartney super hot? Like she's super hot. Oh my god, hot. just gorgeous, Ooh. like super gorgeous. Tapos yung ano? Yung si Michael Hug para kada. Oh yeah, I'm the biggest. Fan. Oh, are we doing that? Are we gonna ano, compare who the biggest fan of the Beatles is? Ganda. <laughs> And they were all mostly swatting his ideas away because his ideas were really dumb. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Favorite tano sa parating character ko yan si. This the initial talaga. Initial talaga yung ano yung the suit. <laughs> Literally wearing a suit every day. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's what yeah. the suit wants. We should do it in Morocco. <laughs> Oh, oh, yung Parthenon. He was obsessed with that. But what the hell? <laughs> Ah, shit. Okay. Okay. Ramon's number three. Oh, my number three is pig. Ah, higher. That's the highest, nah. <laughs> mm. That it's gonna place. So let's. <laughs> Paano yan? Uh, okay. Uh, number, na ba? Number, uh, uh, top, number, number two. Number two. Number two. Number two ko uh, is West Side Story. Yan. Okay. Yeah. Not on yours. No. None. But yeah, it's in my top but, 20 for sure. Ako 30 pa yata. But it's one of... <laughs> but again, this is what... This is... I, I can... Since we're basically at the end na, no? I can say na... It's part of nga those films that are such beautifully crafted jewels of genre filmmaking who for one reason or another the story either isn't especially resonant or is doesn't really hit me as deep as the others have so kasama Jan actually is like uh power of the doggo macbeth west side story nightmare alley last night in soho you know all really well-made films but Hindi ko necessarily panlasa yung story, or if it, or even if they are, they don't hit as hard as these ones in the top twenty have hit. Mm. Yen lang naman. But I love West Side Story. I wish it won director. Actually, I think I mentioned that last time. So I wish it won um, screenplay or nominated for adapted screenplay because I think that was the real star of of the movie. Mm. But yeah, we've, we've devoted an entire episode on West Side Story, so I will not keep it long. But I will add that my daughter watched this two weeks ago on a whim. And Ooh. she like by could herself? not stop singing. No, well, I was beside her. Okay. Because it's on her Disney Plus. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, and then, yeah, she decided to play it. And then she was riveted for two and a half hours. She keeps singing, I am pretty right oh. now. And she wore this white dress the other day and she said, Oh, I look like Maria from oh. West Side Story. Yeah. Did your heart so, crack? Umiyak siya. Umiyak siya sa when Tony died. No, I mean, did your heart crack when as, Mira as said, I look like Maria? Why would it crack? No, I'm trying to know from, like, yeah, from pride. Well, I, I guess. Virgin. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> More like. <laughs> <laughs> So should we... No, um, Ramon, what's your number two? My number two is the worst person in All the right. world. No, wait. I'm not... Well, my number 
three is the worst person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. yes. Uh, uh. So, <laughs> so we shall talk about it now. I again. I I did not know what to expect, and I think there's also extra points for it being. I think the first like art film, quote unquote, that I watched in a theater since the pandemic because it was the first thing I watched in Q Cinema, and it was a packed house. Although you know, one seat apart, and then I think no one really knew how dense it would be, how how deep the themes yeah. would be. And how hard Amiri's one thing would hit. And then you, you think... Because it, it was weirdly marketed, diba right? As like an anti-rom-com. When it's really not. It's really just the story of the girl. And um, this and my number one... I feel really captured... Uh, an anxiety that was still pervasive in 2021 with the pandemic and also with what the pandemic revealed about how unstable everything really is in terms of like world leadership, economics, everything felt so shifting sands suddenly and we all felt unmoored and didn't know our place or, or what our responsibility is and and that felt captured in, in these two films. And of course, a great performance by Renate. Nakaka in love, Sha. Yeah. Oh. She's my girl crush of the year. This is the. She only... was about to quit acting, and then she got the phone yeah. call from Joachim. and then yeah. he had only worked, and he had only worked with her in in a previous film, and she had like two lines long, but he remembered her, and then when he was casting, and, and she he was said about he wouldn't do it acting. without her, diba? Parang ganon na, mm, ganon something na. like that, yeah. So I was like, yeah. ayop. Yeah. This is Destiny. the only film I saw twice, more than once, uh, mm-hmm. I think, th- this year, aside from my number one. And, yun nga, parang, it's, ano, galing, it, she really is so arresting, diba? It's like, oh, oh. It, it feels like she's talking to you uh, in a lot and, of the scenes, I think. Or that it, you're in the same room as her when she's dancing, diba? To the, right, this right. Is oh, the love that image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, 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 I know that party with Ivind, um, where she kind mm-hmm. of like crashes the party and, <laughs> parang, oh my god, it's like it's like it really feels like you're watching a f- wild friend just do something just so she can show you yeah. she did it and from across the room, parang ganun. like uh, galing. <laughs> she has such a sympathetic face now. You're yeah. completely with her the whole time, yeah. and she just brings you with her. But also, it felt like maddening. Na parang how have I not heard of this person beforehand? Yeah. And then yeah, because this was her first like major major role, talaga. Uh, yeah. I'm still upset that this movie didn't win the screenplay, best original screenplay. Yeah, it was the rightful winner. Definitely, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Did it win or any other award? I wanted it to win best foreign, but yeah, I mean, I understand that it didn't, the man, uh, yeah. because Drive My Car had to win something. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's really, uh, and I didn't expect this from Trier. Parang yes. Ah, okay. Wow. <laughs> what a sensitive, ano, nice little movie. <laughs> parang ganun. So. Chakasi, there's a new heartthrob on the block in the Euro Art House circuit. See Anders. <laughs> Who's also he appeared in um, was it Bergman Island that he showed up in? 
as si the Andrews hot guy yung, also. Is Ivan or the older one? The, the cartoonist. Andrews is the cartoonist. Yeah. And he's also, ano, he's also a practicing doctor. He was working during what? the pandemic. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that's why he's also like, that's why plus points in sa pagka heartthrob status nga niya. He had a clinic that was open and working. He was a frontliner, basically. Nice. <laughs> Ganda. I hope the stream somewhere. Or is it streaming on Hulu? I don't I'm not know. sure lang where. I, I know Criterion is releasing it. For sure. Rightfully yeah, yeah. so. I think yeah. really love this movie. Yeah. So, uh, ano, uh, on my number two is Pig. Yeah. <laughs> Thank oink, you, Ramon, oink. for this oink, uh, oink. recommendation. Um, grave. I, I guess, I guess a lot of it has to do with, you know, you're expecting something like John Wick yeah. with, ano, with pork. With cooking. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, but no, akala it's natin not. Akala natin Iron Chef na action eh, di ba? Yun yeah. lang, basically. Yeah, galing. And then, and then I, a lot of it really has to do with that tension na parang, ah, ito na, ito na. And he never fucking does it. Oh. <laughs> Which was great. But he does something better. And this, like and, this, and this more emotionally undermining. So parang, yeah. to, ah. why am I being hurt by this movie? Parang karang. Yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised that this movie did not get Enough love during the award circuit. Yeah, it's such a oh, crime. Yeah. Especially for Cage. Parang oh, oh. really one of his best roles. I cannot. But, but is it because critics prefer Mandy ish kind of no, no. Nick Cage versus it, this kind no, of. No, I think it's yeah, cr- critics love this one. Yeah. I think it's really because I know Parang just came out too early in the year. Parang ganun. Parang. Uh, oh, yeah. So, but yeah, we, we, we've we've gone through. Yeah, we've we've gone talked through about this. pig a bunch, but yeah, much love to the pig. Still so good and cage, and it yeah. really sticks with you. First time yeah. filmmaker, kung gusto niyo ba Ines? <laughs> Is our number one? Be- yeah, yeah. Smell? Our number ones are the same, ba? Hi, pareho. Yes, it's oh, the so same. So you want to talk about the Roman's number one? <laughs> Ramon's number one first. Wow, this year, huh? we're always like intersecting with our number ones. But wow, uh, go Ramon. Well, I mean, my number one, <laughs> I said <laughs> black and white, and it's time for Belfast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the childhood of uh, Kenneth Branagh. So yeah, my number one, my favorite film of the year, was is Mike Mills. Come on, come on. Which uh, it just landed on me like a sack of bricks, talaga. I was uh, destroyed by it, as I expected, though, just from the trailer. And as I mentioned earlier, it it captures uh, a lot of the anxiety of the times. Well, even if it's in in different expressions, from Joaquin or or the kid who is British, by the way. So not only is he so amazing. He was doing an accent the whole time. Um, wow. Yeah. Fuck. And, and he talks uh, a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And also, he's such a cool kid. Huh? Like, he's like, yeah. he's into punk. Like, genuinely, they were questioning him about punk. That's solid answers. Yeah. Wow. And then, a great performance from Joaquin, who, you know, he's always good, even if I didn't like uh, Joker. Um, but, yeah, I mean, very early on palang na iyak na ako eh because there's that almost unfair conceit 
in the film where they get to interview kids about talking about what they feel or how they think about the future and the asian kid is one of the first interviewees and he talks about how he was told by his mom that he wasn't allowed to cry and it was like ouch that parang i mean it, it really hurt already so early in the film and then it just just keeps landing blow after blow and yeah i mean there is no other film that i was thinking about for like weeks after like come on come on and also again um great score from Desner, right? yeah yeah uh Aaron Braz. yeah so another feather in the cap for a24 and Mike I think Mills. criminally, I know, uh, uh, snubbed. Overlooked. What the fuck? Oh, oh. Yeah. Parang... Like, it really should have been best originals. For me, it's the best screenplay of the year. Yeah. Wow. But it wasn't, but it wasn't even nominated. The score also, so, actually. The score is also really hella good. Yeah. Oh. oh. I, I like this. this Joaquin more than Joker showy Joaquin. I love mm. it when he's understated and when he pulls back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And or just uh, photography pa talaga. Like, yeah, they want to uh, show New York like that. Parang, yeah, and Detroit, other cities Oakland. also. LA, yeah. It was, parang, yeah. Super. Didn't it remind you of Francis Ha? Parang, just shades of Francis Ha. Shades of 20th century women. Definitely 20th century. I think, well, no, what I love yeah. about this, parang ano siya? Parang, parang siyang series <laughs> in, the, in a weird way na, na, di ba? I mean, like, um, Thumb soccer was about him as a child, being a child, being a young person, and then beginners is kind of like trying to understand his father, right? oh, so, yeah. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ano, the parang autobiographical, and then twentieth century women is being tribute his to mom. his mother, right? And then mm-hmm. finally, you take those lessons, and then you become a parent or a parent figure. Yeah. So parang. What, what's it like raising a child with Miranda July? Parang ganon. <laughs> yeah. With a cool parent, cool guardian. Uh, Miranda July played by ano? Si... Gabby Hoffman. <laughs> Who, Who is, is everywhere this year, huh? Yeah. Also, yeah. she's so good. It's good, but <laughs> fucking Mary, always the best. Gabby Hoffman's done anything bad in this latter half of her career. She's always so watchable. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but she was said, oh no, parang yung promise of her as a cute kid, parang hindi pa siya mag-deliver. Yun lang, siya yung pinaka-crush ko sa lahat sa buong batch niya. Well. Yung <laughs> now and then? Uh, oh, oh, diba? Yung young Demi. Oh, kala mo, lalaki na parang Demi mo. <laughs> but she's great. Great actress. Um, and, and wow, she did so well for, with this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. while watching, while watching, parang alam mo na kasi parang wala pang 20-30 minutes tapos alam ko nang bibiling ko to on Blu-ray. Parang <laughs> ganun. Yeah. That ako feeling 20 na, minutes yeah. in, alam ko na iiyak ako sa dulo nito. Oo. I remember, and when ano, it comes, eh, mm. like, by the end of the film, like, I was like, you know, in tears, but then the lights came and I turned to Bianca and I literally said, I'm so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But diba, parang super cathartic. Ang ganda. Yeah. Such a great release. Yeah. Ah, uh, super good. Super good. I, I might be my favorite film of Mike Mills, actually. So, oh. yeah, good choice. It's a tough choice between that and 20th century women. Yes. Also great. Okay. Anamel. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
<laughs> what has not been said? Ah. We've, We've devoted three episodes, year. I think, on Dune. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but Dune is our number one, and um, it's great. It really is so great. It's more than great. <laughs> it's just, I know, wow. It, it's an experience. It's not just a movie. <laughs> what so, haven't we said? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I have nothing left to say about. it. <laughs> go go Mel. Yeah, because no. Quark especially was like the one who's who's spoken about it the most because he saw it, pa he saw it earlier first. than we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I I don't know. I can I cannot believe this was not in a lot of top tens this year. Yeah. Frank, it made me question critics so much. Now, did we not see the same movie? Did we not go to IMAX to watch mm. the same movie? Did we, did we also not watch it on HBO Max? It's just, it's incredible filmmaking. I mean, who else will, not since I think Peter Jackson have I seen such bold balls out, everything on the line kind of filmmaking. From mm. the, yeah. Not, not even like Christopher uh, for, Nolan. For a franchise. I think because uh. this was riskier. Because yeah, it's, with the with the first film, which is kind of maybe a massive failure, right? Or not memorable enough. And then coming from text that's revered. It's mm. it's just, it was a huge risk for Denis Villeneuve. And I'm glad that it's getting a part two. Even if yeah. maybe it really was supposed, it really is Parang getting they're a part hinting two. at a three, eh, right? Is there? I've never read the book, so I don't know. No, you, I'll you, it'll, be the, it'll be Children of Dune after. Ah, but uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be happy with the like if it's a one-two punch. I think yeah. Uh, but Quark, I want to know why. Why do you think this didn't land in any major top ten list? No, it did. It was I, always I in the periphery. Yeah, I saw it and then a lot. But yeah, you're right. Parang sina erlik ba? Parang malano. And then I I don't I don't know why. Maybe because parang. It, a lot uh, what I read is a lot of people say it's just half a film parang it's not the, no, and or, or there's always like you know we'll get them they'll get they'll get us next year <laughs> because <laughs> no, you know um, but I, I think this is the more interesting part of Dune actually when you just kind of like lay the uh, the chess pieces on the table diba? parang um, mm. I, for sure and the, the the quote unquote climax or parang you know letting in all that you know the explosions and the whatever out uh, for the next movie will be so much fun but I think you know if, if we were to to judge between the two I, I feel that this would probably be the one we'd prefer um, mm. so yeah yeah. But what about Barry Keegan as uh, Fade Lauda? <laughs> exactly why <laughs> is, I'm gonna prefer the first. <laughs> is he confirmed now? And then the, they're the looking at uh, no, they're looking at uh, no, what if ba? it's Jared or Barry? Court? No, no. Um, <laughs> the front the front runner is I don't know, See the guy playing Elvis. Oh, mm. I've seen pictures of him, Mm-mm. but I don't remember mm. his name. <clears throat> front runner for ano, Princess Irulan. Who? Ah, it's si, Florence. Si, ano, si Pew Pew. Uh, Flo Pew? Yeah. yeah. So parang Little Women reunion. Is that good but or it's bad? A, it's a weird what, role. What role is that? She, she hardly She's... appears in the book. 
like she's, oh, pero also, I'm sure it's they'll an make expanded it bigger. character. Parang ano, parang the the quotes in the beginnings of chapter are from her. Parang ganun. Yeah. Her books that she wrote yeah. about what happened. Pero I'm sure they'll expand the role. Pero I don't know, I expected a, a more alien type looking oh, actress. That's why parang when it was An- yeah, when Anya was floated parang pwede, bagay yun. But I was hoping actually pang for something or someone even more like unknown but also like more just unique looking uh-uh. Do you, would you guys know if Greg Fraser is, is photographing the next movie also probably I don't probably. think they're it's gonna let same, the team same go same crew yeah yeah I mean they all seem to love each other parang especially now that Oscar's he's won the Oscar Oh, no, Oscars, parang ano eh. Si Zendaya, si Zendaya palaging cartoon na parang tungtuwa siya pag may nananap. Oh. <laughs> so, it's Timmy Chalamet's world and we're all living in it, in a shirtless world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Ano. So what are we looking forward to in 2022? I think, yeah, I I said kanina that this is shaping out to be a better year already. Uh, I saw Anna today. Uh, everything everywhere all at once. Oh uh, yes! How oh damn! Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I'm so jealous. I might that... still catch it, no? When I fly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's doing so well. It was full. It's the only going to go full. wide recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. and and people nice, were nice. applauding in the parang wow. I've not experienced this in a long while. <laughs> so I know better um, than the Speed Force. <laughs> I think so. I don't even remember the fucking speed. Uh, but but you have Fincher's Killer. What's the name yeah. of the movie? Uh, killer of the, the killer. Flower Moon. No, yeah, that's, that's Scorsese. That's Scorsese uh, also. Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of the big guns this year. Spielberg's Fablemans. Avatar uh, Two. Yeah. Oh, nga pala. Not that mm. not that we're expecting Avatar Two to be on our <laughs> top ten list. What now. is on the A twenty four slate? Of horror movies. Oh no, Alex Garland, young men. Oh. oh my gosh, that trailer was insane. Grabe, no? It out, reminded me of Anomalisa. Yeah, sorry. Yung X, yung Kaitai West, it's out now. Ah yeah, so. oh, oh. That's so. sana, sana someone brought that here because it's horror, eh. Dapat naman, diba? Usually, yeah. dinadala ng mga distributors and dito. Oh, so again, as a postscript, what is what is Philippine distribution and cinema shaping up? to be like for 2022 it's still it's still really <laughs> opening up eh. but parang what's weird is the avenues in terms of like there were a bunch of films that I didn't even realize were already out like The Contractor with Chris Pine I know um, isn't it weird it's out diba? pala yeah so I'm like huh and then like I'm seeing I'm seeing Fantastic Beasts tomorrow so that's coming out on the 16th here yeah um, are people back so, in theaters there like is it like back it's, to the Batman. it's it's not like packed, but uh, there are still a lot of people going now, especially when basically all the restrictions have been lifted except for masking. Um, I watched Turning Red and the Batman in a theater, and those were the first times where it wasn't every other seat anymore. Mm-hmm. So even then, I was like, medyo uncomfortable pa just because I wasn't used to it yet, but I wouldn't eat or drink nonetheless. Even mm. if I am vaccinated, but you have to be careful. But like in the states, they didn't put Turning Red in theaters because kids aren't vaccinated. Which is a, a crime. 
Honestly. So they just so they just did it Bro. in 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 uh, no in Disney Plus, but here it's like oh third world, bahala na kayo mga bata, chaka, uh, unvaccinated kids. <laughs> no, I did I did see third world in the theater though, which but it had uh, closed captioning, which is so weird. Ah <laughs> uh, well, you know but, all those Asian accents, the man. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's good. Yeah, you, yeah, you mentioned the no uh, turning red. You mentioned the Batman, parang um, yeah. And after after yeah, I guess could count. And uh, so it, it's shaping up to be a really good year. I think parang ano exciting siya. So my what's... wish for twenty twenty two is I really wish distribution, promotion, and movie going just becomes a. Uh, like, let's pivot now. Let's level up. Obviously, the old ways are dying. We have to learn to lure new people into the theaters. Oh, so, pero ito yung tanong, di ba? Do, do people keep the hybrid of, like, day and date release or smaller windows for theatrical? It seems Disney to be working, and... uh, some yeah, of the day and date stuff. Um, for Disney yeah. and HBO, I mean, Warner... Because I think the working. problem, the problem still seems to be the disparity uh, between what's in theaters only seems to be more or less just tentpole things, and then very you know there are boutique houses that will play like A twenty four type stuff or foreign films, but it's getting harder and harder unless they they really pivot and make it like boutique niche screenings so that they can sell by the screening instead of like just having that art film play for an entire weekend, deba. Mm. Yeah. I, I think know. that's a way to go. The New New Yorker, but there, there was an article of how they made a no hit, eh? parang um drive my car. Um, and it, it was great. It was like parang oh limited muna, and then parang ano like like sell to Janos uh films right away and kind of get that Criterion audience interested mm-hmm. and the nomination also really boosted it. Yeah. So I I I think. The well, the the fact that everything everywhere was was super full today, parang yeah, uh, and on our weekday, de parang it 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 bodes well, I guess. I think there's promise. I think for for that kind of like niche programming, so sana. Well, how about your another one? How about your quick roundups of your honorable mentions? Oh yeah, I'll start with mine. My runners up are. Power of the Dog, Riders of Justice, Green Knight, Matrix, Spider-Man, Fear Street, and Zola. Mm, okay. Um, I have in my 11 to 20, but not ranked anymore, was uh, The Summit of the Gods, French Dispatch, Bergman Island, Evangelion 4, Mitchells vs. Machines, Riders of Justice, A Quiet Place 2, Zola, Titan, and Petit Maman. I should watch Petit Maman. Um... My name is Summer Soul 11, The Father, wow, 12. Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, um, Quiet Place 2. Shiva Baby, which is, ano, parang I really loved in the beginning of the year. And then kind of like everyone forgot about it. Um, West Side Story, uh, Zola, Judas, and the Black Messiah, Spencer. Oh, <laughs> and I drive my car. Yeah. That's a top 30 going Spencer. But in Shiva, kasi I counted it as a 2020, eh. I think. Uh, okay. It was already in some festivals and stuff by then. And then, what else? Um, in terms of docus, I parang, didn't get to watch a lot this year. 
Ahorene, most of the docus actually that I watched were music related, so I was saving yeah. it for that episode, Sana. But something that's hard to classify, because and it was so early in the year, but was you know, um, Derek Delgado's in and of itself, which we've discussed here, about which was great, but I don't. It's not exactly about. It's a performance that was filmed there, so it's not exactly. It's not a straight movie. up docu either. Yeah. Uh, and then um, there's the National Geographic documentary, The Rescue, which was amazing. Mm, mm-hmm. um, super like emotional, but also it, it revealed so much about the, what what transpired that I knew nothing about. And, and I couldn't so... tell which one was staged and which which footage wasn't staged. Oh, uh, ang ganda ng, ng graphics nila to help visualize yeah. everything. Yep. Just stunning. Again, from the creators of. Uh, was it free solo? Free solo, and then and yeah. every other climbing movie out there. Jimmy Chin, yeah. shout out to Jimmy Galing. Chin, and then the story of film a new generation, which doesn't really have like a whole narrative thrust, but it's just such a great. Uh, if you're a film fan, definitely it's such a great uh, celebration of of recent cinema. But yeah, I mean th- the rest of it is like music docs, eh? so yeah, Billie Eilish, Sisters with Transistors. Summer of Souls, Sparks Brothers, McCartney, three, two, one, Get Back, Listening to Kenny G, which was a great surprise. The oh, yeah. Underground, that was fun. <laughs> and so yeah, we should have our music doc. <laughs> we will, we will. Yeah. I'm now determined yeah. to yeah. to okay. pursue that. that. To talk about it. We'll see you for the movies next year. <laughs> this year? Oh, wow, you mean this year? <laughs> this year? Yeah, for the movies. We'll see you. For, for the movies this year next it's year. So I know it's it's fucking three ten a.m. Good night, everybody. 